0: Welcome to Neighborhood Comics Convo. My name is Lee and I'm your host and co-owner of local comic shop Neighborhood Comics in Savannah, Georgia. On January 20th, 2021, we talked with artist Jay Odin over video chat. Jay was on the show to discuss his creator-owned book, Lemonade Code, published by Oni Press. We also chatted about his Saturday AM Collective, how he got into comics, and what drives him as an artist. If you're the video watching type, you can watch this episode in full on our Facebook or YouTube channels. Thanks as always for listening. Be sure to follow us at NBRHD Comics on all social media platforms and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to support the show, the easiest way to do that is to buy something. Stop in at our shop at 1205 Bull Street in Savannah or shop online at neighborhoodcomics.com. We do ship worldwide. Without further ado, Here's our chat with comic book artist Jay Odin. hey guys welcome to neighborhood comics here in savannah georgia it is a lovely day today january 20th inauguration day a lot of stuff happening in the world but it's also a wednesday that means new comic book day books are going to come out no matter what's happening in the world we won't talk about what happened six months ago that was an anomaly books come out every wednesday don't forget come by your local comic book shop and get your comics Today we are talking to uh, Jay Odin. Jay is a local comic creator here in the Savannah, Georgia area. He's got a brand new book called Lemonade Code. This is out today uh, on Oni Press. Very cool. We're going to talk to Jay about it, and let's just go ahead and get him in here, and we'll uh, we'll start chatting a little bit. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> here he is. It's How's internet it magic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel at this point, uh, anything we can do is good. So in, in traditional times, Jay, uh, we would have you in the shop. We would have you sign in books. We would have you meeting people and, and doing all that glorious stuff. But thank you so much for joining us virtually this evening. So we can try to replicate some of that magic here on the internet.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm I'm really really happy that uh, we can make this happen. So this is the first for me as well, but I'm uh, I'm really excited, I'm
0: really excited. That's awesome, Jay. So Lemonade Code, we've got copies here in stock at Neighborhood Comics. You can pick this up on our website. Whatever you purchase from the website, if it says Lemonade Code, it's come and signed. Jay was kind enough to stop by in person today. Check that out right there on the front. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming in and doing that today.
1: Yeah, no problem. Uh, (laughs) It's funny because I used to live like right around there. And uh, I always uh, wanted a comic book shop that was right around the corner. And then once I move, a few years later, you guys show up. (laughs) So it's... It's kind of a bummer but uh no problem <laughs> isn't that how
0: it isn't that how it works
1: <laughs> yes. That's just the universe yeah like if you lose a pencil and then go buy another one
0: you will immediately
1: find the other pencil <laughs> and it's just it's always what happens so that's what I
0: mean. thanks to uh to cedric for for tuning in cedric you know checking us out making sure that we're oh, all good nice good nice. man yeah thanks so much so uh that's awesome that you lived uh close to here so I'm really curious, whenever I talk to creators, I like to kind of get into to what their story is, where they come from, because ultimately, if you're a musician or if you're an artist or if you're a writer, where you come from heavily influences where you go later on. Even if you try to make it not, it somehow still does that. So uh, with, when you were coming up, when did comic books or you know what we call sequential art in whatever form it may be, when did that get on your radar? <clears throat> so yeah, um, <clears throat> when I was really young, I used to watch
1: this uh, TV show called Doug. Uh, it was on Nickelodeon. And, Dude, uh, yeah, Doug yeah, and
0: Penny, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was that was one of my favorite shows. Uh, I, I would rather, I would watch that all the time, and um, uh, he had this comic that he would draw. It was uh, Quail Man. And I always thought that it was really cool that, like, he would just draw a comic, and you know, and, you know, it was just a nice escape of the world. And You know, the way that they did it in the show, he would actually uh, become that comic book uh, character, and the entire adventure would, like, you know, ensue for the entire episode. It was really awesome. So... As I got older, I uh, I really wanted to um, at first <laughs> be a superhero, but then I realized that I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, well I can be a comic book artist, <laughs> and I think that's like the next best thing. So I did that. Um, I, I started drawing comics, uh, you know, just you know by myself, you know, just you know drawing small little pamphlet books, and I'd show my friends at school. Uh, my brother would do the same thing, and we would like you know uh, be rivals to each other, and like that was really cool. And then uh, one day uh, we both met. Um, this guy named Rashad Doucette, he's actually a mentor, uh, like he's a professor actually at SCAD right now.
0: Oh, we know but, Rashad, uh, we love uh, Rashad. Oh uh, yeah,
1: Rashad's awesome, Rashad is, yeah. Rashad is cool peeps. So, uh, he actually, we met him a long time ago, I was like, I don't know, he actually was friends with, uh, our cousin, um, I had to be like nine or ten when I first met him, and, uh, you know, he was drawing comics, and like he would teach uh, me and my brother some pointers. And as we got older, like, you know, we learned about SCAD and we were like, I really want to go there. So when we first when I first moved up there, I lived with uh, Rashad and uh, my brother. And we were right around the corner from, you know, where you uh, where you currently are. So uh, that we stayed there for a while. And um, I went to SCAD for one year. Uh, it was <laughs> really expensive, but it was a really fun, really <laughs> awesome experience. Uh, I met a lot of really cool people. And uh, my teacher, Brian Ralph, he was like, hey, you already know. Uh, a lot about this medium you know having been taught by Rashad no. <laughs> for like 10 years at that point so i mean you know i already knew a lot about the medium so uh he was like you you know should just go out there and try to get published so i was like yeah sure you know let me do that uh up to that point i had like maybe self published maybe one or two books um you know nothing special it didn't really go anywhere it was just something that i was like hey i have a cool accomplishment but then uh <laughs> after that uh you know i finally got I dropped out of SCAD, and um I sent in uh, a pitch to Antarctic Press and uh they they saw it and they loved it and uh you know it came out <laughs> later on that year. So uh, that was Chicken Fighter and that was back in 2010 29 2009 something like that. So uh but yeah, it was uh, it was really cool. But that was a uh, that's kind of like where I first began in drawing comics. Uh, and you know, yeah, that's,
0: that's been my journey so far. <laughs> Dude, Doug as a starting point. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, the, uh, what was it? It just, it just stuck in my head and like, you know, I loved it. Uh, you know, I loved the, what was it? Um, It was the stupefy beam the eyes. Like, it was just a good time. So, I mean, you know, I I always loved that, and uh, (laughs) I always wanted to do my own version. And then, like I said, as I got older, I started getting more influences, uh, you know, shonen jump and dragon ball z and you know one piece and stuff like that was like a really big influence but uh on a cartoon side like you know i loved the dc comics uh you know bruce tim uh and all of his characters for you know uh his character designs for um uh, superman batman uh, i think he was like the lead uh, animator on all those projects uh static shock like all that so uh i, I tried to just incorporate all of that um, you know just energy <laughs> into you know what I currently do now so
0: yeah yeah and so did you like when you were getting like when you ventured out and you got a physical comic like in your hand mm-hmm. do you remember any of those books early on like so I think it's really cool that you're influenced by by video in such a, an interesting way you know to think about the the cartoons because for a lot of people that's the entryway for me back in the 80s, it was super friends, right? Like, so it was yes. like, you know, you're sitting around at home and you're like, oh, this is, I've seen that thing. And now here's that thing moving around. And then you kind of find out, oh, it's on paper too. So with you, with the physical, it's so cool that Rashad was an entryway in, in so many ways for you. And, was, yeah, yeah. Ralph told you to drop out of school. I oh. wonder <laughs> 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 how many people he's told that to over the years. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Oops! He I probably me, this part he out. Didn't,
1: he didn't tell me to drop out, but he he told me, uh, "You know a lot already," and he said that you could probably do this right now. You yeah. don't necessarily have to spend a lot of money. So <laughs> I said, "Cool means, let me do that." So, so there are
0: options. <laughs> that's all. That's a good. That's what a good yeah. teacher or a good counselor exactly. does. They exactly. give advice. Exactly. But, but uh, physical <laughs> books. What are the physical books? Were there any? during that time that you like really Um, gravitated towards uh so hmm growing
1: up I didn't really have a lot of physical comic books um I think the very first graphic novel comic book thing that I bought with my own money was actually I think it was like Dragon Ball Z uh it was like the fight between Goku and Vegeta Yeah. Uh, When I when I was growing up, the very first time I saw that on TV, like that was one of my favorite fights. It's still to this day one of my favorite fights. You know, it introduced me to this entire world of manga and anime, and I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. So I, when I first bought that book, I uh, I remember I was in Texas when I bought it. I had ten extra dollars. I was like, yeah, sure, let me do this. And (laughs) I read it, and I was like, yes. (laughs) I mean, I ever since then, I like you can look behind me. I have an entire uh, (laughs) library now. I finished buying all of the Dragon Ball Z as you can see. So I mean, you know, I uh that that definitely was one um, you know, spark I would say, you know,
0: that book number 4 in the Dragon Ball Z series. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I thought it was really interesting when I was getting ready for today, you know, reading up on your bio and everything that you call yourself both a comic book artist and a manga artist. And I think that's really interesting. I don't I don't think of a lot of western, you know, creators who necessarily associate that way, but that's really where you're coming from, right? Yeah, so um
1: <laughs> it's it's funny you say that. So <clears throat> I've been drawing comics for a really long time, but I've always considered myself to be uh, like a little bit more leaning towards like you know the manga aesthetic I've always wanted to like you know accomplish like like books to come out in that way uh, when I first drew Chicken Fight I you know had a style that was like way more uh, anime influenced and as I got older I realized that you know it would be really cool if I could have my own style that like you know instantly everybody would know hey that's Jay Odin uh, so I wanted to add more cartoony elements into it which is why you know I brought up Bruce Tim you know even Rashad, uh, you know, there's Trad Moore, like, you know, I loved his stuff. I tried to, you know, incorporate some of his. Uh, and, um, you know, I it eventually created, you know, this particular style that allowed me to both call myself a comic book artist because it was still kind of somewhat cartoony, but also like I could still make it look really like manga, uh, like you know, if I just don't color it, <laughs> they could still look like manga. So, uh, <laughs> and, and the series that I'm currently working on, uh, Hammer, um, you know, I actually, that's getting published right now in Saturday AM, which is like this manga, um, uh, magazine. So it's like an anthology, sort of like shonen uh, short and jump, but like way more diverse. So, um, I, I, I've always wanted to be in that position, uh, to draw manga and you know call it manga as opposed to just calling it comics but at the same time i love comics too i can't like denounce it <laughs> so,
0: well it's, it's like, all the same thing right it's exactly stories it's just like one, square, one page at a time exactly
1: manga is just the word for comics in, in japan so i mean you know it doesn't necessarily matter anyway but Usually a lot of people are like, you know, that's manga, like, you know, Dragon Ball Z, like the way the eyes look and all that. And this is comic books, the way, you know, uh, you would draw all the hatch lines and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just, I guess, it, you know, to each his own, it doesn't necessarily really matter. But I always call myself comic and manga artist just to, you know, just to let everybody know that I'm, I'm okay with everything. <laughs> and
0: I, can well, I think that's and, really good, actually, because I feel like that's something that maybe some people might be afraid to touch just because of where they live or what their background is or whatever else. But yeah, I mean, you're really leaning into that aesthetic and that's what it is. And it is where you come from. Like it, it is like what your history with the medium is. So I thought that was really pretty cool that you kind of put that as a part of your bio because it's not something a lot of people would be like, would would stretch to say or whatever. So I thought that was, that was really cool. But you talked about Trad more. So how did Trad get on your radar?
1: Yeah, so I actually met Trad uh maybe two or three times uh two that i can remember um once right before he blew up to be like this ultra mega star <laughs> with luther strode and like you know then everything else with marvel yeah uh i it was um do you know the fancy parkers in in downtown savannah of course uh, i knew the fancy yes, Parkers. Yes. It's a couple before, that way. <laughs> this is before the giant hotel that was built right there yeah. uh you know this it was a giant parking lot and it was really cool and i would always go there um you know, after partying just to get like some I don't know, late night breakfast (laughs) food and like all sorts of stuff. So I uh one day I was there, I was hanging out with Rashad and when we were coming out, Trad was going in and like I introduced myself, he introduced himself and I was like, Oh, that's cool and then, you know, uh like the next week or two luther Strode came out and i was like whoa <laughs> so i mean i i had known him from that and like he was already a really cool dude and then i met him again at a con and you know he was just really awesome so but i loved his art style like the way his lines were like he would like really push angles and like certain poses and i i just really liked that um you know there's other artists like actually the for example uh, who does uh, one piece Uh, you know he'll push uh, a lot of he'll exaggerate a lot of poses and you know facial features and stuff but like he just does it in a more um i feel like trad does it in a cleaner like like more liney way (laughs) whereas like one piece does it in a more manga aesthetic like i can't describe it other than that but i mean i i just like them both and i wanted to try to mix them so like i i took those two styles or two parts of those styles and like put them inside of mine so that way I could try to like still uh, have the same vision of this art style that I wanted to convey so yeah
0: that's really interesting because those are kind of distinct things I mean I think that's where all good art comes from right is where people especially at at this point in the progression of the medium is you you have to look at other things you have to pull from other things nothing exists in a vacuum and ultimately if you're not a fan of, of some of it, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, if you don't think <laughs> exactly. somebody out there is doing good work, why are you here? So uh, being able to kind of combine that, that one piece in trad and trad, and to kind of, I always think about trad stuff as being kind of trippy kind of loose and kind of flowy, but to hear you talk about just the, the angles, that's a, a really you know different way of looking at it too. Like how he kind of sees the human form and the environment.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, like it's it's you could you can get lost in just looking at a trad page. <laughs> like, yeah. there's so much going on, but it's 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 very clean. And that's the one thing that I really liked about it. And uh it's not just trad and i oda, but also like I, I tried to incorporate a, a lot of like Rashad inside of my style as well. And uh Bruce Tim, um, you know, I At at one point a long time ago, like, I loved Naruto. I I still... You don't have to be ashamed of
0: Naruto. Don't bury Naruto. I'm not
1: ashamed ashamed of Naruto. I have uh, 60 volumes, so I'm not ashamed (laughs) of
0: Naruto. (laughs) But
1: what I was saying is, uh, you know, from the Naruto style, like, I, I tried to add some of that into it, too. So, I mean, you know, it's just... You pull things from everywhere, so that way you can just incorporate it and try to expand yourself. So that way you can just stand out as your own, like, you know, entity. So, I mean, I've always tried to do that, you know, especially, um, you know, ever since I started drawing, like, Hammer and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. Well, there's the old adage, you know, that great artists steal. And to some degree, I mean, you are the (laughs) amalgamation of your influences. And what it is that makes you happy, what it is that drew you to this in the first place, that's what you want to try to recapture some of that magic. So when you were coming up, you know, we talked, you didn't have like a strong physical comic medium. You know, you were influenced by the the larger animation and and yes. obviously this great influence with Rashad and people like, so you knew that that was out there in the ether. But uh, do you remember your first like experience in a comic shop, like coming in and being like, oh my God, there's a whole store that does this stuff? <clears throat> um, and,
1: uh, and as, <clears throat> Okay, so I would always go to Barnes & Noble growing up. Yep. Uh, or Books a Million. Um, when I first went to my very first comic book store, it was it was a, l- a lot different because it was uh, it was just it was focused solely on like you know, graphic uh, images and you know all these superheroes titles and all this other sort of stuff. So it was it was a lot cooler I think. Um, but I don't necessarily know exactly when it was. I, I remember like just having that feeling of like wow this is so much better (laughs) like i don't have to go look for that section that section is everywhere (laughs) so i mean you know that's i remember having that thought but i don't remember exactly what it was so yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no worries you know i think that's uh for me that's kind of what i consider part of my origin story as a comic book retailer is that first time i walked in and i was like whoa there's a This is all it is. How are they paying the rent? And now I'm doing it. I'm like, how are they paying the rent? <laughs> so, you know, that's part of the magic. No secret sauce reveals here. <laughs> but oh, nice. I, I, I always tell everybody I pay the rent uh, $4 at a time. <laughs> it's it's going to get there, man. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we are here today specifically to talk about is Lemonade Code. So yes. Lemonade Code is new from you uh, on Art Duties. Jared Pratt uh, with the scripting came out on uh, Oni Press technically yesterday in bookstores, today in comic bookstores, kind of how the, the dynamic works there for, for letting those things out into the wild. Talk to me about uh, how did you get pulled in to this project?
1: Yeah, so um, a few years ago, it was back in, like, 2015, I would say. Um,
0: <clears throat> I actually
1: was uh, – <laughs> so I, I I was still in the Savannah area, but I wasn't actually, like, at SCAD anymore. But I had a lot of connections, and um, I had already, like, signed up for this thing called Editor's Day, where uh, all these editors would come down and, you know, talk to the students. And <clears throat> um, one of the editors was actually – Uh, my first editor for this book uh her name was robin herrera and she was really cool and i had met her before you know not only through rashad but uh also you know from another editor's day in the past so i um you know we exchanged information and you know she you know contacted me again uh pretty much i don't know maybe a week or so after that and um we started talking about like you know trying to do a project together and eventually she asked me if I wanted to work on a project uh, because they got a script in from somebody and they thought it was promising and they thought that I wouldn't be a good fit. So um, they sent me the script. I read over it. I liked, I loved it. I thought this was really cool. And after that, I decided to, um, you know, just go for it. And <clears throat> they, uh, you know, they had me try out for it. Uh, I think there were a few other people that tried out for it. And, you know, I, I you know, Oh, one I guess <laughs> and you know here it is so you know yeah that's uh that's what happened so um you know after that uh you know I, I waited like maybe seven or eight months until the scripts was done maybe a year uh, and then I got the script and then uh I, during that time I was working on my series hammer and I had finished up the entire first volume and uh, during that time I had like signed up with a uh, Saturday am. And, uh, you know, I was starting to come out more frequently. But I now had to start working on this book, too. So, like, my time was split. <laughs> and I was like, ah. So it, it, it took a lot longer than I wanted it to, specifically, uh, mainly because of, you know, uh, working on that. But also, I had a day job as well. I still have a day job, um, you know, where I was, uh, you know, working in a grocery store. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's just... <clears throat> It's just I don't know. It's <laughs> I was really happy that uh, I was able to have this opportunity. I'm really happy that it's finally over, <laughs> but like I can finally start seeing like the the fruit of my labor. Like you know, it took forever to draw this, but I'm I'm so happy that it's finally done because it it came out really well. And uh, you know, I think everybody that's gonna get their hands on this is gonna enjoy it. So
0: well i think it's great to even point out that you you have a day job i mean i think a lot of the people that are maybe struggling with being a a comic book or any type of creative individual is balancing the you know what pays the bills with what is fulfilling and what might eventually you know everything plays out right take over and let that that more perhaps more fulfilling thing be what you do so yeah yeah
1: i mean that's 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 always been my dream um so ever since uh my first book that came out chicken fight i was still working at uh I was working at Kroger at that time, mm-hmm. the Kroger that's downtown next to uh, Savannah. Oh. Going to I knew street. that that's, Kroger. I I was there for four years. I was there for four years, oh, <laughs> and then after that, I worked at a Whole Foods. It was the one on Victory Drive, yeah. and uh, you know, then after that, like we, me, and my wife, we moved around a few places uh, to South Carolina, and then Florida, and now we're back. And uh, you know, and it was just I don't know. It, I <laughs> I just didn't. I don't know how I could, like, not want comic books to take over. Like, I've always wanted it to take over. But I also know realistically that, like, you know, you have to survive. (laughs) You have to be able to play those. You have to be able to do everything else. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, I've always looked for other things that I can do to make extra money. So I'll do commissions here or there. I actually have been working on a website for a while. Um, I'm sad to say it's not done yet, unfortunately. Uh, (laughs) I've been just so busy with everything else, but it should be up soon. And uh, once it's out, I actually want to like consult other people that like, I I get messages all the time that uh, ask me how to draw comics or like, you know, what I should do. Like, do you like my story? Do you want to look at my story? And I feel like it would be really cool if I could consult them. So I want to do like something where I charge like a a few... Like I, I, at first, I want to do seventy-five dollars an hour, and then if you want to do that, then I feel like that's a, a decent amount of time. You know, I think that'd be pretty cool. So I, I'm just I always think of like constant ideas that I can use my talents as well as also like try to make money, so that way I can eventually get out of like this retail life. But at the same time. And You got to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have money. To yeah, 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 yeah.
0: One hundred percent. You got
1: to do everything. Yeah. It's and, just... and you're
0: a stable guy. You're not like slinging it as a single dude. So no, no. the pieces there, I think, are are super important. Like you're you're doing commissions when you have time to to open up to commissions. I think the consulting angle is super smart. Like I yeah. come into contact with people through the shop and just online all the time that are like, what would make this concept breakthrough like what can we do to kind of take this idea to the next level so the more resources people have you know not everybody has the opportunity to go to an art school or a, even a school with a sequential program that's kind of a, a niche thing so yeah having it, access it really to is. someone who has done published work yeah cool. <laughs> yeah i um so
1: the website i actually uh i want to do the consulting thing i um eventually i want to get to a point where you know maybe i can do a few uh courses on you know just as, like you know technical things but uh initially whenever the it launches i already completed this uh, pdf but it's like a free pdf that anybody can download it's 25 pages and it's four easy steps that like i essentially touch on things that you can do to create comics if you want to create your comic four easy steps to do it so how can people get that um unfortunately it's my website is not up. <laughs>
0: no. So when it
1: it's, Yes, I know, I know, I know, it sucks, it sucks. But when it comes out, it's gonna be J dot com the link is actually uh in the back of the book um i <laughs> i wanted this website to be out by launch but like i said there's so many things that just kept on popping up and it like got in the way so i i intend on having this uh hopefully by the beginning of february um, jay this then, is in
0: source now man how can i, I help know, you? I know. get this I know. done <laughs> I, know.
1: <I'm> <laughs> I know i think people will see it and then they'll be like all right cool and then you know hopefully by that time you know, they will uh, get a chance to <laughs> go on the website and check it out. But on that website, when immediately on the uh, page, uh, I'm still building it, but on the page, there's a um, uh, uh, like in the banner, it's like a, a button. Good. And you basically give me your email, and you know, I send you the free PDF. So,
0: yeah. Cool. I just posted cool. the link in the comments. Check that out, guys. Nice. It's, it's, not out. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not there <look>. yet. Well, <laughs> look. All right, so they can't go there, but they can't get you on Instagram. They can't get yes. you on Twitter. So what are your handles on both of those? Also TikTok as TikTok. well. TikTok, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So all of those um, you
1: know, are at J-Odin, uh, J-E-Y-O-D-I-N, one word. Um, and if you look at my TikToks or my reels on my Instagram, a lot of them are actually small tutorials. And a lot of them I've been wanting to expand on uh, to put on my YouTube channel and uh, hopefully eventually on my website as well. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. And if you you know want to learn anything from me or any of my colleagues, at Saturday AM. I mean, because White Manga actually is uh, you know one of our colleagues. He has like four hundred thousand people on his YouTube. And yeah, he's done like a lot of different tutorials. So I would, if you want to learn about comics, like you know, there's definitely a way you can do it online. Uh, if you want to learn from me, then you know, just wait a little bit longer <laughs> and then you can learn everything you can. So
0: yeah. With, uh, with Living Incode, Code, is Oni kind of calling this a, like a middle grade graphic novel, like that that age and up? Is that kind of where it's being positioned?
1: Yeah, um, I, I wanna say it's like, a, it's an all age comic book. Uh, 100%. But, but I think uh, the target audience is like 10 to 12 or you know, around, around that area. Yeah. Um, You know, I I loved this book. Working on this book was really fun. Uh, And for everybody that's, you know, watching this, in case you don't know, it's about these two kids. Uh, This dude's a mad, you know, uh, scientist. And, you know, this girl is just, you know, a new neighbor. (laughs) And the mad scientist creates this machine that can uh, make any lemonade flavor. Uh, known to man so if you want a hamburger flavored lemonade you can have that or you know if you want a grass flavored lemonade if
0: you wanted that i mean <laughs> like, but, you know, but you mostly can- let's be honest it's mostly booger flavored lemonade
1: <laughs> yes it's booger <laughs> gross <laughs> random stuff but anyway yeah so uh it's it's, it's very funny <laughs> but uh he creates this machine everybody loves it and uh then there's this girl that moves in across the street And she actually uh, makes all of her lemonade, uh, and it's old-fashioned, and everybody loves that as well. So they just go – they feud against each other. And the entire book is just like a really fun – just like I guess over-exaggeration on somebody's part. <laughs> so I I one thousand percent recommend it. I think I think.
0: <laughs> wait wait wait! You're recommending your own book? I, I feel like that may be partisan in some way, Jay. I don't I don't know. I, well, I
1: mean I am kind of biased for sure. <laughs> but I mean, but I think that uh you know I I think that you enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. Well, so. it's,
0: it that, that's a perfect synopsis. So it's kind of a like a near future based in Detroit. Tech has advanced a little bit yeah and you've got your main protagonist who is a super smart kid dr mama taking care of him at home and uh and he is like you said launched this crazy whatever flavor you could imagine machine yeah. that makes lemonade and then the new girl across the street is making it like you said the old-fashioned way and all of a sudden like the lines are kind of shifting and there's like this competitive edge there is Kind of a conspiracy flavor to it. There's tech involved. There's kind of like magic realism involved. Uh, and snorgles. Uh, what can you tell me about snorgles, Jay?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I, what I can say is uh, I, I have actually done snorgles in real life. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> but also. Breaking news but also uh the character that is snorkeling that old lady uh i based her off of my grandma <laughs> like, oh
0: I no like, oh,
1: i the, just just the look of my grandma yeah. <laughs> not sure she doesn't act all. like that <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but yeah i did that did that along uh that was it was really fun because unfortunately she's not with us anymore but uh oh. it was it was really fun to uh you know just draw her and all the panels that I had, I was like, this would be really cool. So, yeah.
0: Well, Edwin, when he, uh, you know, I talked to him today, Edwin, one of our fantastic employees here at Neighborhood Comics, he was here when you stopped in today. He let me know there are a couple of other cameos in this book that uh, people familiar with the shop might be excited to hear about. Who else is in here?
1: Yeah, let me me flip through them real quick. (laughs) So, uh, in the very beginning of the book... um, You know, there's a scene where Robbie is showing off his invention to the crowd. And uh, one of the first people that's talking is uh, this guy right here. Yep. Uh, and that is Kevin Burkhalter. Uh, Kevin Burkhalter is uh, uh, all these people I knew through Rashad, actually, uh, when I was going to SCAD and we all lived together. And it was really cool. And I met Kevin, and he's just this awesome, really nice dude. He's a really cool, amazing storyteller. Uh, you know, If you ever get a chance to meet him, uh, you know he's a really cool dude. So I wanted to draw a picture of him. Uh, there's also a few other people uh, cameo-wise, but they're not comic book artists, so I'll just move on. Yeah, <laughs> all right. And then uh, there's um, towards the end of the back, uh, the, the back of the book, there is a um, another scene where Robbie has discovered something about uh, uh, Daphne's, you know, lemonade, and he wants to ruin like her uh, big palooza, essentially. <laughs> so he runs through this crowd, and in this crowd, I have uh, Rashad. Eh, yeah, there he is. Right, so I got yep. Rashad. I got uh, Jarrett. DJ. Uh, I'm not sure if DJ is actually still in Savannah. I got Ian and <laughs> Sam, and then I got Eric ah, right there. <laughs> yeah, That's so awesome. uh, all of these people, we used to all hang out. There's several pictures somewhere online. Uh, where we were all just posing together. And, like, they were all really cool. They taught me a lot about just the industry and, like, you know, just their own experiences they would, like, walk me through. And, unfortunately, I have not, like, been able to rise to a level that I think would, like, match them yet. But I feel like I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> and I'm really happy that uh, they all are still uh, supporting me. Because I heard that uh, Jared, he actually messaged me, and he bought one of the books. So I was really happy about that. Look, so. modesty
0: is great. But, you know, you've got – a a substantial uh, book thank
1: you <laughs>
0: right now. so i I appreciate that but temper it a little bit so yeah Jarrett was uh in like when we open today to pick up your book oh, so nice. Jared That's Williams. Awesome. uh we'll be talking to jarrett in uh, a couple of weeks about his new Rick and Morty series uh nice. Jarrett has done a good bit of oni work in the past um, and we love Jarrett. he's fantastic so that's so cool like when when edwin showed me there's I'm like yep there he is <laughs> like it was great because yes, yeah cartoon- I, it's fun but i i would have picked him out anyway
1: <laughs> i um i i don't think i added his tattoos i wanted to i kept on making it a point i was like i need to go add that stripe <laughs> and i just i never got to the point because i i What happened was I didn't know exactly which arm it was, and I was like, all right, I don't want to mess this up. (laughs) So I just left it blank. I just left it blank. I was like, all right, whatever. But, I mean, I wanted to do that, but whatever. (laughs)
0: So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have a lot of, I mean, so... In the back of the book, so this is a, a pretty substantial volume. So yep. if you do pick it up, not only is it the full kind of standalone story, the rise and fall of, of these competing lemonade stands, but in the back, there's some nice bonus content where you can see some sketches, some preliminary work, and there's even kind of a, an interview uh, where you and Jared kind of ask each other a couple of questions as well. And that was where I found out how long this book took. You spent a substantial part of your young life working on this book, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, Yeah, I've been working on this book.
1: Uh, I've been drawing it since 2017. Uh, Yeah, I I had to thumbnail it all out, and I wanted every panel to like – I, I wanted to like add as much detail as possible. So if if you ever get a chance to like just sit down and just look at every single panel, there's a lot in there. So well, <laughs> just, I've, I've, just I've a got a split
0: up. screen up now so people who are watching the video can see. Oh, some of these panels, I mean, you're not only working with a perspective, but you're working with dozens of figures, signage, uh, yeah. all kinds of 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 pieces at different scales and ratios as the panels evolve. Yeah. There's a lot going on page to page
1: yeah i uh i really wanted it to just like be such a like i don't know like evolution in my own journey uh because at this time i you know i had just finished up you know hammer you know volume one and like that was a really fun book and you know i think it looks really good and i think it actually comes out uh later on this year so you know keep an eye out for that too but uh (laughs) i know that um uh, when I was doing it, I didn't have a lot of, you know, uh, crowd scenes. I, you know, wasn't like really worrying about, um, you know, scenes that weren't action packed, uh, things that were just like, you know, like down to earth. And I thought that working on this book would be like a nice, like a training session, you know, something that I could like just like, like, just train my comic book and storytelling muscles <clears throat> as much as I could. And like, that's honestly one of the main reasons why I love drawing this book. Cause uh, it was like so different from what I normally draw that like, it was just really fun. It took forever. And, uh, <laughs> Jared and I always have like, we always joke cause I tell him he added so many crowd scenes <laughs> in this book. It was so many people to draw, but it was, it was worth it. And it was really fun. And I'm really happy that, uh, I, <laughs> I, I was able to do it. So yeah. <laughs>
0: So i talk to artists a lot and one of the things that's really interesting to me is what the script looks like when they get it and how they translate that script yeah. so jared was giving you crowd scenes but in terms of how it was put together kind of in broad strokes like how much direction was he giving you and how much was left to you to really kind of you know put your own like expansion on what he was giving you.
1: Yeah, so uh, he didn't really actually have a lot of corrections to give me. Uh, he was really good. He loved everything that I was doing. So did Robin. Uh, I, at one point I was like, I mean, are you guys just being nice or am I actually really good? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on? So, uh, you know, he loved like everything that I was doing. Um, you know, he uh, would, uh, the script that he gave me was, you um, it read more like, I felt like, like a movie script. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, it wasn't like a paragraph. Like, I mean, you know, there was like every, uh, it would say panel one, this happens. Like the the main thing that would happen is what I would have to draw, but everything in the background, like he wouldn't necessarily like focus on, but later on, like down, like a few pages later, like, you know, something would be referenced in the background that I would have to set up in that page <laughs> from, you know, way back when. So I had to reread the script a bunch of times and that's why I took so long to thumbnail everything because mm. I, I wanted to make sure I had like every piece where it needed to be. And um, you know, that was another thing that like, I, I I don't know, I'm I'm gonna go back to the crowd scenes. I could have like grayed <laughs> out like everybody and yeah. I would have gotten this done substantially faster. But like, I, ke- I just kept on thinking, it was like, no, <laughs> this is on present. <laughs> like like yeah. when I was young, Uh, one of like this is another part of my comic book journey. Like one of the books that I first got, uh, a book series that I got uh, after Dragon Ball Z and all sorts of stuff was Scott Pilgrim, and Mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought it was awesome, and like you know that was uh you know in 2010 when the last book came out, I was like so excited when that book came out. I was. I I loved it. So I always had a dream to, like, you know, have some book at Oni Press. So when it finally happens, like, I was like, I gotta go all in. I gotta make this, like, the best I can make it. So, like, every crowd scene, I wanted it to be as, like, detailed as I could possibly make it. Like, there are a lot of cameos from a lot of friends that I have, uh, you know, a lot of family members, um, you know, a lot of them, I was just daydreaming. Some of them, I was actually watching like a TV show and I was like, I'm going to draw you in my style. You'll see a lot of random people in those crowds. But like it was, uh, yeah, that's that's what happened. So, so look
0: for the cast of Law & Order SVU <laughs> and a, a <laughs> near you yes, called yes. Eliminate. So, <laughs> so you you dropped it a couple of times. You've got Hammer that's coming out later this year. Tell people what to expect with Hammer and maybe how it might be different than what they're getting with Lemonade Code.
1: Yeah, so um, first off, let me just say, uh, so Hammer is uh, this series, uh, it's my series is being currently published uh, and serialized with Saturday AM, mm-hmm. which is the world's most diverse manga anthology. Uh, you can actually uh, download the app for free and you can um, <clears throat> read all of our issues uh, that come out for free. The first, the, the latest three issues are always gonna be free and then after that you have to be a subscriber to uh, look at our previous content. I think we have more than 100 issues of Saturday AM. And then we have two other spinoff magazines. There's Saturday PM, which is like more seinen content. Saturday AM is Shonen. And then there's Saturday Brunch, which is like uh, a Jose manga. And it's uh, more heavy focused on uh, female lead and LGBTQ uh, lead uh, characters so um you know those are the three magazines that we currently have there's a lot more and um hammer is like finally getting to a point where it's like actually one of the pillars inside of saturday a.m so in all of this year i think most of the issues hammer is going to be in it so just a heads up for everybody out there that wants to read this but <laughs> what hammer is it's about this kid he gets sucked into his father's journal and uh, he has to find a way out and while he's trying to find a way out, he's battling all the dangers around him. There are giant monsters and, like, other people that are trying to get him. And he has this weird hammer ability where he can turn any part of his body into a hammer. It's usually a fist. And, like, he'll punch them out. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. It's like your normal shonen manga. You know, it, I, I wanted it to give you the same feeling as uh, Dragon Ball Z or One Piece. But it's uh, it's very heavily fantasy Based, uh, it's magical, and I think uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, you know, lemonade code is completely different from this. <laughs> different. Nobody turns <laughs> into a hammer in <laughs> lemonade. Completely <Code>. different. Like <laughs> lemonade code is. Hey, uh, it's time to watch a Disney movie, and <laughs> one, uh, uh, Hammer is hey, it's time to go to Japan <laughs> and read all of the manga and condense it into this one cartoony <laughs> comic. That's that's basically what Hammer is. So I mean, I mean, I'm I'm really happy. I'm very excited to you know. Uh, be a part of Saturday AM, and you know, having my book out with Only Press, like I'm, I'm finally in a really good part in my career. I'm, I'm very, very happy. <laughs> it's taken a very long time to get to this
0: point. <laughs> but How did you? Uh, so what was on. the the formula? How did you get in with the Saturday AM AM folk? Were you in from the beginning, or is this something you kind of were brought into later? Yeah.
1: So uh, what's funny is when they first started uh, back in 2013. That's when they first launched everything. I think November 2013. I was working on hammer uh before i actually signed up with lemonade code i was like you know trying to figure out what i wanted it to look like uh how um because i changed my style drastically from this t- from you know uh, chicken fight and stuff so chicken fight looks completely different than hammer and I wanted Hammer to look like Lemonade Code because, like, I had changed my style to look really cartoony and making and stuff. So anyway, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had been drawing that, and I put it on Webtoons, and I wanted it to get, like, you know, really popular. So I could, you know, try to sell some books on the side and, you know, just do that, you know, just, you know, just see if it went somewhere. And, um, you know, one day, uh, White Manga, like, got in touch with me, and I had known him from way back when, back in the Art days. And, uh, you know, we had messaged each other a few times, but uh, nothing like actually ever happened. But after we split back in 2006, 2007, I hadn't hadn't seen him in a long time. And he kept on going. He, you know, did the YouTube channel. He got with Saturday AM. He actually is a founder, one of the founders. uh, Frederick Jones is the actual founder. And then there's a a lot of other people uh, that like got together and like started this thing. And I guess they were looking for more artists, and he reached out to me and said, hey, I've been reading Hammer on Webtoons. I like this a lot. I think it looks really cool. Do you want to join up with us? And at that time, I was, like, still on the fence. I was like, I'm not really sure, because I had I knew that I had Lemonade Code coming up, and I didn't want to, like, take too much time from that. This is exactly what happened. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I, I didn't want to take too much time from that. So I pitched them a one shot idea actually. And, uh, you know, that came out in the magazine and it was a big hit. Everybody loved it. And they came back to me and said, Hey, did you want to do something with us? And I was like, you know what, this is an opportunity that I don't think I'm going to get anytime soon again. <laughs> so let me jump on it right now. And I get, I, you know, I said, Hey, let's, you know, do hammer. And luckily with Saturday AM, like you actually own 100% of your product um, so, you know, I own Hammer. That's mine. Um, you know, we, we've had a lot of partnerships with uh, a lot of different companies. Spectrum Noir actually is, is like a marker company. They actually sent me a bunch of different markers, and uh, I actually had to do like um, commercials for them, <laughs> like uh, on like a, what's it called? ClickBank um, or ClickFunnel, I think is what it was called. So, I don't know. There's There's a bunch of stuff that Saturday AM has done. And I'm really happy and like I honestly like what it really is and, and my position being in Saturday am is it's like a, a startup company and we're trying to get it to a point where we can make it like as big as you know, uh, the biggest companies like Marvel and DC and stuff so we're still like, you know, chugging along and you know, luckily we've grown a lot. But uh, you know, yeah, that's what Hammer is, and I'm really happy and excited to have that be a part of the main roster. So, uh, for everybody out there that wants to support me and read other comics of mine, definitely check out Hammer. <laughs> but if you like anything diverse or anything at all, manga, definitely check out Saturday AM's app. Uh, you will, uh, you will definitely find something that you will like.
0: And you are going live later tonight with yes. Saturday as well. So, yes. if people want to check that out. How can they do that?
1: Uh, if you're on Instagram, um, just go to uh, Saturday AM's Instagram. It's Saturday uh, underscore AM. That's their tag. Um, you know, or you can go to my tag, which is at Jay Odin, and uh, you know, you'll see me going live. I'll be duetting wedding with them, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, you can see it there. It starts at ten thirty tonight. So,
0: Jay, you have been a real pleasure to talk to. you. I love your energy. I love nice, how nice. excited you are. I'm so bummed I missed you actually physically in the shop today, but I'm glad we got to do this. At (laughs) some point the world will get back to what we all remember as being amazing and we'll have you in and and we'll have you talk about the book and get it in front of people. But Lemonade Code is available right now. If you get it from us at neighborhoodcomics.com, every copy comes signed, except for the copy I had last night when I was reading it. So sorry, if you get that (laughs) one, it wasn't in the shop this morning. (laughs) It is a lot of fun. It is, you know, like, like we said, kind of that tin and up all ages. Uh, it's really, it's got a, a diverse cast of characters near future Detroit working through like relationship issues, but some really nice representation in terms of the community and who's involved in the story. It's really great. So all you conscientious parents who are looking for something good for your kiddos to pick up and read, you can't go wrong with Lemonade Code. nice. Jay, you are the best let's do this again let's do this definitely. again with hammer let's do this again with whatever else you got going on i would love to have you back on and again in the store at some point we will do that
1: oh uh, definitely <laughs> i'm i'm totally down i love i love everything comics so you will definitely see me again for sure
0: thanks so much man take care i'm gonna sign you off now and uh feel free to kick back with me an in email insta whatever i'll send you some links We're
1: done, Uh, guys.
0: Anybody else who wants to follow you, it's at J E Y O D I N.
1: That's correct. Yep, all right, man. Take care, have a great night. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Stay well.
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, Jay was a real pleasure. It's so wonderful to have comic book creators be a part of the store. Um, again, we we talked about it a couple of times during the, the interview. I miss having people in the store. I miss that excitement that people get when they get to to meet people who make the things that they really enjoy. So uh, big thanks to Jay, really kind of interesting insights on his road to this and how he got to Lemonade Code, but also how he's making it happen on his own end with Saturday AM and with Hammer. And he's just grinding. I mean, that's for so many people that are in the small business sector and that's really what comic book creators are. They are small business owners. Uh, you've gotta put in the the work and it's not always you know, what you do when you're at work, it's what you do when you're at home. It's what you do in all these other places. So it was really cool to talk to Jay to get some insight into his process to get some insight onto how he got started, where he came from. It's pretty cool that he kind of started from the animation side of things. Uh, I think that's probably, there are gonna be a lot of creators over the next uh, generation that really got started there, more so than the physical books. So I thought that was really, uh, really interesting. And again, I love his energy. Um, being able to be up and be excited about what you do, thats that's the dream. That's the dream, right, guys? So thank you so much for watching. Thank you for uh, supporting the shop. Thank you for supporting Jay. I forgot to put this uh, picture of Jay up while he was here talking. So this is Jay in the shop today. Totally uh, miss out on that. Our lemonade copies, our lemonade code copies are signed at shop.neighborhoodcomics.com. Check on the uh, comments down below if you want to get some more info about how you can grab one of those for yourself. Take care, take care of each other, Uh, stay well, and hopefully we'll see you in the shop soon.